Write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong I hope I was wrong And what they say about me Hey Jen Hi Kylie What's up? This makes me so sad. I know, this is so depressing. We're here for episode 11 via Zoom. We've done uh-huh. this before, so we've... We have, have done this before. A- you know, I guess we're lucky to have, like, technology, video technology, which we'll get into later. We can see each other. <laughs> At least we have this interaction. I'm in Telluride, Colorado right now, and our neighbors, first of all, my neighbors already hate us because they're so, like, quiet and wholesome, and then my family comes and we're so loud, and I was making fun of myself sitting on the porch recording these i was like my neighbors are gonna hear hey kylie (laughs) they're gonna be like who is she talking to so let's get into updates (laughs) you guys even in regular life my friend Kristen, the one that we had share her bachelor stories yes she actually will notice in regular life when we're having conversations so we went out to dinner the other night and she was Mm -hmm. like it sounds like you're talking for your podcast right now no way that's so funny developed podcast voices maybe you have a pretty like loud voice in general i would say that is an accurate statement yes that is accurate you you have a very good podcasting voice i would say that we actually both enunciate yeah i think so too so So after patting each other on the back yeah so good we're kylie and our egos (laughs) okay let's get into updates so kylie this is like your first is this your first full week living in LA? Well, it's been officially one week as of yesterday. I arrived last Thursday. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe it. I went to Kylie's house, her family home in the suburbs on Wednesday night before she left. And it didn't really feel real. It was really weird. It still honestly doesn't feel real. Especially since you travel and you visit there so often. I feel like it's not going to feel real until you're there for like a consistently long period of time. I actually think I was talking to people about this, that all the stay-at-home orders and how my work has been been augmented like we're not traveling to client sites we're not going right. to the office or anything it's all work from home is actually pretty beneficial to my transition in the sense that totally. I have the opportunity to really start to feel settled this is a really common question I get you know why are you moving because I didn't change jobs I'm doing the exact yeah. same job I grew up in the Chicagoland area I grew mm-hmm. up in the suburbs I went to University of Illinois then moved to Chicago but a lot of people have been asking me, you know, why are you moving? And I think this is really applicable to a lot of people, like whether you're going from high school, maybe you're going to a college that's further away or different than a lot of your friends or mid twenties. And you're kind of like, I need a change or even after college graduation, something like that too, where you're looking at jobs much further away from your college town. A lot of people do think about making a big change. So I think this is something that a lot of people at least think about, if not act on. I definitely (laughs) have thought about it for a while. I know we're pe- we're still peer pressuring Jennifer. She's gonna come visit, yes, and I am gonna come visit. Kind of between LA or Denver at this point, which it has been for like what two years now. <laughs> yes, but we're when you come visit, we're gonna tip the scales. I think that a really good reason to move personal growth. That's one of my main reasons. I wanted to try a new city where 
I don't know a lot of people. I know some people. Right. So there is some safety net. And if like you came here, for example, too, then we could hang out, but then we could go and meet new friends. And then totally, you know, you make new friends, I make new friends, then we become friends with each other's friends. And then yep. like you build this whole new network and you still have your friends back home. Yes. It's a growing experience and home will always be there. One of my main fears is like waking up one day and realizing that I didn't do what I wanted to do when I had the chance. And so I feel like now is a good time for you to do it. It's probably a good time for me to do it too. And honestly, who doesn't love LA? LA is dope. <laughs> Chicago's great. Obviously, we'll probably all come back to Chicago when we're older, but no, LA is great. So many other cities are great. Like there's a lot to experience. So I'm proud of you, Kylie. And I'm jealous, but I still miss you. Well, you can, you may be moving too. And I also yes. think that maybe a lot of people might think I'm too old for this or, you know, it's too late for me to do this no. big life change. I life is young. too short. Doesn't matter what your age is. If you are fucking 60 years old and you are like, I am too old to move, but you really want to and you have good reasons and you, you could do it for personal growth fucking do it absolutely my grandma moved to paris like in her 30s i believe oh. and then once her husband died she like traveled the world for years like lived in all different countries for like years your grandma is my new idol i know I she's my idol too well i'm proud of you kylie and i'm so excited to visit and maybe i'll move too yes i'm very excited for a you to visit but you know what the most exciting thing about moving to a new city is what men new dating pool yes kylie city. let's hear about it i have three dates lined up for this weekend wait really i didn't know that that's so exciting <laughs> yes i also had Kylie's a mommy m-a-m-i i can't help it like these guys are like basically... right they're just like knocking at your door oh, they're basically begging you to hang out I'm right. going to like, fight them off with this <laughs> No, but actually, I have three different days this weekend. We're all going to be like social distancing until maybe like one of them I decide is good enough to. Wait, you're having social distance dates? Well, I'm going to social distance with these guys on the first date. Yeah. Like six feet apart social distance or just like yeah. not touch them social distance? Mm, not touch them or like, you know, okay. try not to breathe on them and things like that. Got it. Okay. I, mean, I think we're going to go to the. How responsible, Kylie? Well, I also, why would I be exposing myself? to people you know what I mean totally especially if the date doesn't go well and then I get coronavirus like yeah hell no I have been also kind of hanging out with this guy he asked I not talk about him <laughs> that's fine I'm just waiting for him to break my heart then we can, then we can him. destroy him like I do with every other human I talk to you know what they break your heart. They end things with you. I think oh, I don't give that, a shit. Gives, that gives you free reign. I was asking my mom, actually, if, like, my TikToks, <laughs> my um passive-aggressive – actually, no, they're just straight-up aggressive – TikToks slash, like, my – bashing on my tick like my podcast is unacceptable or if it's like just actually straight up like bad and my mom was like think about taylor swift think about all of the songs she wrote about her men and all this blah blah they deserve it and these guys deserve it too and i was like you're so right i'll continue making aggressive tiktoks about them (laughs) it's so funny don't you feel so much more empathy for taylor swift right now i really do she gets so much shit so much hate yeah she does honestly speaking about it on the podcast and on my tiktok and making fun of it and making light of it and getting it out was very therapeutic so i'm sure for her writing a song having it on the radio and having other people sing about it was beyond therapeutic the second those songs became hits she was probably like 
I'm done. I'm better than these stupid boys anyways. One of my friends is on Raya. I was trying to get him to get one of my other friends on Raya, a girl, a straight girl. And he was Mm -hmm. like, you don't want to be on Raya. Like all those guys are trash. I'm like, okay, you're really as a guy on Raya. But yeah, how would he know? I don't know. question. How would he know? (laughs) (laughs) Because he probably just knows a lot of the guys on Raya. I guess. I guess. That's true. The thing with LA is that the elite groups of people, like the celebrities or the business people, it's a very tight-knit group, like small group. Everybody knows everybody. Right. That's so not, interesting. You can infiltrate the groups. Right. I was going to say infiltrate, Kylie. I want oh. you to get in Scott Disick's group. I'm very intrigued by Scott Disick for whatever reason. Girl, don't you worry. I'm mostly you intrigued mean? by Mason Disick. That's who I want to be friends with the most. I am so upset his TikTok got taken down by Courtney. If Courtney, by any chance, is a big fan of Real or Fake, I hope she hears this. I hope that she <laughs> gives Mason his TikTok back. <laughs> I am sure Courtney Kardashian is actually the biggest closet fan. I I think she must be a loyal fan. Yeah, she has to be. Definitely is a loyal fan, for sure. Jennifer, you want to talk about what's going on with you? I'm in Telluride, Colorado with my family. It's actually been really nice. We drove here, though, from Chicago, and it is a two day long drive. And I'm not going to lie, Kylie, you've seen my family before. There's five girls. Five girls were in a minivan together for about 48 hours straight. We got into so many fights. I cannot even tell you the amount of fights we got in. But honestly, I'm not even kidding. My family kept asking me, how I was in such a good mood because I was brutally hungover. The night before we left, it was 4th of July. Um, <laughs> we were meeting up at a place called Salerno's. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that sounded like an Italian restaurant. Salerno's yeah. at 530. Like, great. Salerno's at 530. No, Salerno's is the name of the boat company that we were renting from. Um, No, I didn't eat anything, but I did bring a bag of gluten-free pretzels that I had a little Thank bit God. of on the boat. By the time I got home, I don't remember it, but there's videos of me I have so much makeup on one side of my face, no makeup on the other side of my face. My hair is literally like, it looks matted. I went into the water with a fresh spray tan, which I would never do. So I was like all wet and somehow my spray tan actually looked great the next day still. But I came home and apparently I was just like blasted and I kept telling my family that I only had three white claws and that I was sober. Okay, I'm sure they didn't believe that. No, there's footage of me like falling like all over the place in the kitchen and all I would talk about is Chick-fil-A for like two hours straight. I was talking about Chick-fil-A and I just kept saying I'm so excited to go to Chick-fil-A. I'm so excited to go to Chick-fil-A. And I was begging someone to take me to Chick-fil-A. So that was me at like two in the morning before we left for our 48-hour road trip at seven in the morning. So I got like four and a half hours of sleep. I was still drunk when I woke up. I was laughing so hard in the car for the first few hours. Then I got really hungover. I felt sick. So like the whole car ride, I felt so sick. And so everybody around me was kind of like fighting and in a bad mood. And I was honestly just so out of it and so hungover and just kind of laughing a little bit. (laughs) And I was like, I cannot believe this. And I'm so mad at myself. Honestly, still, I'm like not really in the mood to drink alcohol. So anyways, I was hungover for like three days straight. We've honestly just been hiking, chilling. It's been nice. We've been fighting a little bit less, I would say. Then I don't want to talk about it too much because I haven't fully processed my emotions. But I think I talked about how I had been going on dates with my boy that I had dated for so long who we like love. Everyone stands this boy. Mm-hmm. Stand. I mean, he's a, he's a good yeah. guy. I like him as a person. There is road blockage and text message blockage going on. You know what? We are on my end. pro block him. I am pro block him. Block. We do not have to get into it, Jennifer, no. but 
you know, maybe another Locked. time we'll talk about things, but I did want yeah. to talk about a couple parts of your story. Number one, back to the whole thing, like everybody loves him, everybody loves him. Well, Jennifer, we're not going to keep that narrative going. Anyone? Nope. It's very toxic. So it think is. about a lot of people probably out there are in relationships where a lot of people like your significant other, but if the relationship isn't good or healthy for you, then you shouldn't stay in it just because people are like, oh, he's so great, blah, blah, blah. They don't know what it's like to be in it. Well, the other thing I want to say is that a lot of that narrative is based on like what I would talk about. So like at the end of the day, you have to understand like I'm the one speaking so highly of him, hyping him up, showing him off, literally being a hype woman while we were together and after. And so usually if like I am the one saying that to like my friends and family, then of course, like everyone's going to love him. But like, for example, one of my problems with this is like his friends might not like me as much as my friends like him. And I'm kind of like, well, why not? Like clearly I'm speaking much more highly of you than you are of me, even though that might not be fair. Does that make sense? And I'm making assumptions. Yeah, I'm making assumptions. And like, I don't know if that's true, but anybody ever says anything bad, I defend him, et cetera. So it's a lot of based on like what I have to say. Not weird. If I was going around like telling my family and friends, like we hate him, cancel, blah, blah, blah. Everybody would be like, oh yeah. Well, and then also contrast that with what you told your family and friends about the accountant. Like you didn't even dislike him. You were just telling them stories. Right. And they were like, we hate him. Yeah. Based on just objective evidence, they liked him. So sometimes it's based on facts. Sometimes it's based on how you're portraying the story. Mm -hmm. But the only difference is the accountant stuff. There was no positive way to portray that. I think that like my mom actually said this, like glorified him. And I did because he was a really great boyfriend to me for a long time. But at the same time, clearly there's a lot of things that I need to think about. And I probably need to stop glorifying him in my head and to others. And and I need to honestly hype myself up more. (laughs) Because like I was a really freaking good half of that relationship too. Back to business, Kylie. All about me again. (laughs) Just to reiterate, we want to channel the mantra of our favorite television shows. Boys are great and they're great people to have fun with, but our friends are our soulmates. Absolutely. I seriously believe that. I really think right now my friends are my soulmates. I think my sister said something like, you have seven soulmates. They might come and go, but like a lot of them will be friends, family, even like my dog. I really think my dog is is my soulmate. soulmate. Kylie, can I say one more thing? This was something that we established from episode one that I only like tall men. In fact, my <laughs> ideal man is between six foot six and six foot eight. Right? I have only likes trees. I only, I only like trees. I truly think that all of these tall men that I go after would not be acting like this if they were short. Short men cannot afford to make these types of mistakes <laughs> and make these types of lies. Are you kidding me? Kaylee actually said it the other day. She was like, you seriously think like the accountant didn't know how much his size like makes a difference? You think that like the accountant would be acting like that if he's five foot eight i don't think so i was like you're so freaking right and then this other guy is also tall too so you know what kylie it might be time to dabble in short men because these tall men clearly have some type of energy that's just not it's not it sometimes i have come to this conclusion after two tall men yeah this is a very small sample size we're not necessarily going to be able to draw any kind of correlation with this but at least you're being open-minded yeah i think it might be time to go for short guys like six foot three and under Oh my gosh. Wow. Six I'm feet so to six glad. foot three is now acceptable. I'm so glad. I'm now that accepting you're applications. So open minded. So I really open-minded. am. If you're not a full foot taller than me, it's acceptable. But what I will say though, I haven't been with a lot of tall men, but you know what? I get it. Yeah. I, One I, of Kylie's I men right now is 
tall and she's experiencing the energy. It's different energy. I think actually all of them are tall. I think all of them are like 6'2 and above. Damn, especially for LA. This is impressive. What can I say? I'm fresh meat. Not the tall men. Yeah, you are. You are. Let's talk about our main topic today. This is something that Jennifer is very passionate about. Yes. I want to give some background information. 2020 has been tragic okay (laughs) it's been so tragic the worst year like to hear my personal tragedies they include death of a parent (laughs) two heartbreaks now a global pandemic my best friend moving what else do we have but literal just absolute tragedy and honestly as an extrovert this pandemic has been the freaking worst thing ever definitely we have added a new tragedy to 2020 and it is the very strong possibility of tiktok getting banned in the u.s this is literally the worst thing that's ever happened this this is the tragedy of 2020 (laughs) jennifer has been channeling all of this energy that she yes. usually gets to go out, see friends, yes. do activities yes. into her TikTok platform. Yes. Literally, it takes everything in me not to post more than five times per day. I have 177 I saw right you now. sent a screenshot of your <laughs> yeah. profile and you have 177, 177 drafts. 177 drafts, yep. Meanwhile, I'm like, I should maybe post a TikTok because I haven't posted one in over a week and I like can't even get oh, hell no. to record it. I'm just like, literally, I, like, I put on makeup, I have to like, get dressed. Ugh, See, like, that's the thing. I don't even care what I look like right now. Like some of my TikToks, I'm like, I don't even look like the same person. The ones where I'm like not wearing makeup and then the ones where I am wearing makeup, I literally don't look like the same person, but it doesn't even matter. I'm just like posting them. I guess I, um, I don't know. I think you do, but. You don't even need makeup at all. Anyways, so it's tragic that TikTok may get banned and it is highly possible. We are very passionate about this and I also want to point out the fact that I was very passive about TikTok in general when I first downloaded it. I know my mom was very adamant. She was saying that China will collect your data and I don't know what people know and what people don't know about data but data is currently like the most valuable commodity that we as consumers are just giving away for free. Yep, for free. The only reason that Facebook is still a valuable company because it's not because Gen Zers are using Facebook. Do any right. Gen Zers even have a Facebook? Like, I don't even. I, do I don't you think even so. use Facebook, Jennifer? Like, I, I don't, don't use Facebook, and I have three Gen Z sisters, and I'm pretty sure none of them have a Facebook or use Facebook. Right. So what is valuable about Facebook? Why does their stock keep going up? Because it's data. selling data to the U.S. government, among yes. other things. So data is the most valuable resource, and China is collecting our data. I also don't know what people know about China, but the Chinese government is communist, right? Quote, communist. They're not actually communist. They are actually very capitalist, but the government is an active part of their economy. So the Chinese government is directly connected to all these businesses, meaning that if these businesses like TikTok are collecting our data, it basically is the transitive property. These companies are collecting our data, which means the Chinese government is collecting our data. So what I also want to point out is I am not an expert in like any of this. And I'm also, I need to educate myself more on like why it's so dangerous for China to have our data. I don't really understand why it's so dangerous for China to have our data, to be quite honest. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on what they would use our data for either necessarily. And I really don't know that anyone knows for sure what they would use our data for. But the Chinese government has committed 
a lot of human rights violations, okay? Or like, let's think about those protests in Hong Kong and stuff. The Tiananmen Square massacre, which happened mm-hmm. years ago, but like literally the Chinese government covered up and pretended like it didn't even happen and they won't even acknowledge it. And like, you can't even look it up. It's blocked on in like China internet. So there's like a lot of really sketchy things that the Chinese government covers totally. up and commit. Okay, so let's use the US government as an example for collecting data. Campaigns like Donald Trump's campaign, Hillary Clinton's campaign, like they were buying data from Facebook and using this to build targeted ads and trying to channel specific information. We're not going to call it fake news. We'll call it, I don't know, slanted biased news, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> okay. Two specific demographics. And then they'd get right. them to vote for whatever party, right? Or yeah. spread the news stories. This is what's powerful is spreading information, spreading misinformation, causing people to change their views or spying on our phones, which you know a little bit about that, right? Yes. If they can literally use our data to spy on us or even somehow spy on us via our phone, that is freaky. I know that Hawaii, Hawaii, I actually don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but it was like the number one telecom company in Canada and they had to ban it. But I remember when I was working at a PR agency and this was like kind of a big deal, Canada finally had to ban Hawaii because they were concerned that the Chinese government was using it as a way to spy on Canadians. So I don't know exactly what that means, but obviously it could be very dangerous. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what TikTok is spying on in our phone. What the U.S. government is concerned about is them using any kind of data and then using it to commit human rights violations. Right. The other thing about China that's interesting is they run pretty much everything based on like facial recognition technology. China literally operates on facial recognition technology. So any of those like Amazon Go stores that we have, contactless, whatever, Mm -hmm. China straight up all of their stores operates that way and you can't really commit crimes because everywhere you go there's facial recognition technology which means that like you can't steal which that's a good thing you can't really commit like major crimes that's a good thing however let's say you jaywalk across the street you'll literally get a ticket in the mail like five days later for jaywalking and they will have like video footage of it so anywhere you go every like movement is tracked in China, which is crazy when you think about it. Like that is a big, people always talk about privacy and privacy rights. Imagine everywhere you go, you're being watched and you can get punished for anything you do. George Orwell, 1984, big brother shit. That is literally what's happening in China. To the extent that we're preventing crime, that's understandable and that's for the greater good. But then we we get worried. The reason that privacy is so important is that if you start to chip away people's privacy and their rights, then the government can become really powerful. And then who is checking the government? Like they can then start deciding what is against the law. And then all of a sudden, what if they decide that dancing is against the law or that women can't have rights or, you know, like being gay, right. Being gay. Exactly. You don't have privacy, then you could potentially give the government too much power. And that's my personal opinion. I actually have recently changed my opinion on this. I used to think I don't do anything illegal. I don't care. Right. But you just really don't know. And that's the thing with China that's scary is totally they have so much power. Their government is very, you can't go against the government. You can't speak out against no. it. Like free speech is not a, really a thing there. But also what I wanted to say too, which I told you about, I don't know if people have seen the Black Mirror episode where you can right. people like Uber 
China wants to use like facial recognition technology for that too. And fucked up. Yeah. So people could literally just be raiding each other and then society, everybody's watching everyone. It's not even just cameras. A lot of people might not know what we're talking about with the black mirror episode. Black mirror basically had an episode. It was honestly one of their best episodes. It was basically like an app where you walk around every time you pass a human, it'll show you that person's rating on your app. And then every time you interact with them, you rate them. So it's literally like rating an Uber driver or Yelp or whatever, but just for like a basic human. So like if I were rating Kylie, I would give her like a five out of five, like best friend, so great, whatever. If I'm rating the accountant, I would give him like zero out of five, whatever. But (laughs) it's really dangerous. Like you seriously want to walk past someone on the street and they can just see your rating. And then Black Mirror, obviously, what would happen is nobody was genuine anymore like every single thing you did was to get a higher rating and I don't know it's crazy that that's like actually happening there oh for sure it's fucked up the way that it drove society to be extremely stratified and people were not allowed to participate in certain things or go certain places based on their social scores and things like that yeah it could cause a lot of issues totally Um, it's crazy this is kind of off topic but basically watching videos about security and privacy which included the facial recognition technology in china and also the dark web so basically the whole thing was that like when we're on the main internet all of our data is collected and it's sold and it's not even usually sold to the government which is what i learned in a lot of my like pr classes it's usually just sold to companies like just consumer companies who are like using our data to like better themselves Okay, and like right. sell stuff to us, whatever. Like, this is like the campaigns, like Donald Trump. Yes, and like exactly. Clinton. Like that is yeah. so people don't really care. They say they don't care, but if you think about it, if we lose all of our privacy, it's like, well, then what's the point of privacy in the first place? Like, why do you shut the door when you're going to the bathroom? Why do you go in another room when you talk on the phone? Sometimes, like people who say privacy isn't important, like aren't really thinking about all of the things that we want to be private in our life. And there's so many things we do that we would prefer to be private. And the internet isn't just tracking your like searches. Like, say you have like no embarrassing searches coming up. That's not even what they're tracking. Like they know every single thing about you. And do we really want all of these random companies and the government having like every single thing about us? I'm not sure. The other thing I want to bring up is that a lot of people think like if our data is being collected and sold to the government and companies, whatever, and it's protecting us from terrorism or it's prevent like protecting us from the bad guys, whatever. Yes. That's what everybody thinks. Then I'm perfectly happy with the government having my data. However, you have to understand that these people are not communicating via the general internet. They are so smart. They have like devices that are not trackable. They will communicate in chat rooms on like fucking, I'm not even kidding. One of like the main terrorist groups um, communicates via like mylittlepony.com in code. They're not texting each other like, hey, I'm going to like ram this plane into the whatever. Like they literally speak in code on like untrackable sites. So by us saying like, sure, you can have my data and like the government will use it for good. First of all, it's kind of a waste of space. Because by them, honestly, putting my shit into their database, it's like, I am taking up space. Like, I am just- Your data is not correlated to the data of terrorists. Absolutely no. I am literally white noise for them to, like, have to sift through to find the actual stuff that they're looking for. And that's seriously not what it's used for. It is straight up used for making money. They are not using my text messages and my Facebook chats and Instagram shit and what I'm Google searching to prevent terrorism they're just not so that's our rant about privacy (laughs) no but this is actually super important like it is because if tiktok is violating our privacy rights 
that's, I, I, again, I'm not an expert. I don't know exactly the consequences, but clearly there are consequences for it. But Jennifer, people might say, the CEO said that they're not actually, <laughs> ta- China's not actually taking our data. What do you say to right. that? So the TikTok CEO is American. TikTok is clearly owned by a Chinese company called what's called Dance Byte or something like that. Something like that. Okay. TikTok is a Chinese company and the CEO is American. However, from my personal research on this, the CEO slash anybody else who is working for TikTok, literally in your contract, it says that you may be asked to lie. On behalf and of like, the Chinese government. On behalf of the Chinese government. And that if you violate it, there will be consequences. Do we believe anything the CEO Right. So that? should we believe what he's saying? No. We can't really believe him because he literally signed a contract saying that he has to lie if needed. And the other thing I want to say is if you do have an American CEO... That's fine, but it's it's not our data is still being collected by the Chinese company. Company at the end of the day. It doesn't AKA matter if they the have Chinese an American spokesperson. Yes. The Chinese government. Yes. Now, let's go on the flip side of this, because we just went on a rampage about like why TikTok would be banned. I wanna just go on the flip side and say our fucking president is correlating coronavirus and TikTok. And he straight up released a statement saying that he wanted to punish China for coronavirus by banning TikTok. Mm -hmm. I am not happy about this. That is not punishing China. That is punishing me. (laughs) I'm so mad. Okay, so punishing young Americans, young millennials, Gen Zers, why would Donald Trump be mad at the TikTok users? Right. TikTok literally, the TikTok, the Gen Zers from TikTok literally came together to like, what did they do? They like sold out a Trump rally, right? Right. So they, they purchased a bunch of free tickets. Then they thought there was going to be this huge crowd. They planned for the crowd and it was actually pretty empty. Yep. So, So first of all, so proud. So Gen Z is great. If our listeners did that, good for you. you. Good for, you know, mobilizing and doing something that you believe in and coming together as a cause. Two, he's probably just has a personal vendetta and wants to take out TikTok. Right. Literally, he probably doesn't even care about the Chinese government. If China would be good for his companies making fucking Trump stakes. Oh, absolutely. Which was a business venture of his, by the way, Trump stakes. Dear Lord. He would outsource all of that to China in a heartbeat. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Right. But because coronavirus yes and his approval ratings are really low (laughs) he also said that we shouldn't trust china about anything they say about tiktok because they're the ones that brought coronavirus to the u.s and that yeah again we need to punish them for bringing coronavirus to the u.s that mm, that makes sense so this is the problem i have seriously if he's angry at china for coronavirus tiktok is not the proper punishment I am not happy about that. However, if there's like actual security concerns, like privacy concerns, like Kylie and I were just talking about, fine. But if this is just a punishment for coronavirus type of thing, I am not happy about it. No. And I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump personally is on board because <laughs> right. it's a personal vendetta. But yeah. I would, if it's, there are people I do think there are hopefully some competent right. people in the White House and in government that would have good reason. And there have been other countries that have banned TikTok, like India, for example. Absolutely. Yes. India banned TikTok and, what is it, 58 other Chinese-owned apps? Yeah, and India is, I think they were saying, the biggest market yes. they had for TikTok. So India was TikTok's biggest market, and I believe they lost $6 billion when India banned TikTok. So, and what has replaced TikTok, which is so great, like, we're like, okay, what is going to replace TikTok if right. it goes away, just like 
RIP Vine. We love Vine. There's this Instagram version called Reels, and that's what they've been rolling out. Right. So I guess our data goes from the Chinese government back to Facebook. Right. So we have to make new accounts on this Reels thing, right? I am not exactly sure how it's going to work. Reels is not available in the U.S. just yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if and when they do ban TikTok, which won't be for a while, right? Yes. You said it wouldn't be for a while. It, it takes a really long time to ban an app in the U.S. You can't just ban an app. So, okay, going off of this Trump coronavirus thing, they cannot ban an app just because he doesn't like it because of coronavirus. There has to be, like, legitimate reasons with proof, and that will take some time. So, basically, from what I've been reading, when people are like, oh, no, TikTok's going away. Like, am I going to wake up and it's gone? It's not. It's going to take a while, which for us myself to mentally prepare those addicted to tiktok i guess is a little bit helpful so it's not just going to go away right away it's going to be a long process of banning it and it's going to take a lot of like proof and like actual concern so we'll see what happens so we will see what happens but we we did want to because we are very avid tiktok users right so we did want to kind of we couldn't not talk about what's going on the other thing i wanted to say that's interesting tiktok actually got fined i believe a few weeks oh they got fined once in february big time like five million dollars i think seven million dollars something like that and then they got fined i believe last week for all these violations so they keep violating rules that other apps and like platforms have been following avidly so i know this from work youtube has very very strict child like privacy settings rights whatever child child protection laws essentially anytime you upload a video to youtube you have to click a box saying like is this made for children is this not made for children every time i click the box i say this is not made for children that means that it'll kind of if they know that there's a child using that certain youtube account they won't really be able to find my video because there might be content in there that isn't meant for children and youtube only wants to show children content that is specifically made for children and there's also a lot of like controversy going on around like what ads people can be showing children on different apps youtube included instagram facebook all of these different platforms are taking it super seriously and tiktok is not taking it seriously whatsoever literally think about some of the fucked up videos you see on tiktok that can be coming up on any kid's app and that would essentially be like shadow banned on like youtube channel instagram whatever oh interesting yes but that's good so, right it's very good however i will say it did take them a while to get there this is like a newer thing that they're all being so strict and careful and like it is newer as of the last like couple years and tiktok is also like a newer app so maybe they're just like not up to speed yet but they should get up to speed because there's a lot of inappropriate stuff on tiktok and there's also a lot of children that use tiktok and put videos up and it's so easy to put videos up on tiktok so they should be taking it more seriously again i have to research it more but all i know is that they've been getting fined for like child privacy violation things like that so that's interesting so i guess overall again i'm not an expert i haven't even like educated myself on it enough i would say say actually though we do know a good amount just for we know a good amount yeah we know a good amount and i think that for Uh, anyone who's interested definitely look into it a little bit more because this is super important and just kind of learning a little bit about why data is so important why privacy is so important and why China having our data specifically could be a bad thing. Yes. They're all good things to just know about in general. Yes, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. 
I know that obviously the logical side of me says if it's being um, used improperly, bye-bye. However, the every other side of me is going to be extremely sad if TikTok goes away. Also, a lot of people found our podcast through TikTok, so it would just make me really sad to like lose that connection to all of those people that literally started listening to our podcast specifically because of TikTok. Well, definitely, you know, if anybody is from TikTok, you can follow us on Instagram just yes. in case things yes. do happen and TikTok does go away. Yes. Um, and I know it's not the same, but I'm really hoping that this Instagram version of TikTok will be like a solid replacement. It has, but yeah, it has taken off in other places. So that is yes, a good sign. That is a good sign. Yes. Um, so in addition to following us on Instagram, especially if you're from TikTok, yes. please do subscribe to us on either, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify leave us a rating and review. Please do write in if you have any kind of questions. Yeah, like we really us. enjoyed those questions. Topics. Um, we've gotten some really cool fan art. Thank you to everyone who has- Oh yeah, that was so sweet. So nice. That literally made my day. So and Jen nice. and I have been having very stressful weeks, you know, between yes. all the things going on. So absolutely. So much I also want to say, okay, first of all, I want to say the reviews are so sweet. They're so cute. You know, we're being real. <laughs> if we're being real about this, I think there's like what maybe five of our reviews total are fake, as in us. No, I haven't ever. Fake. They're it. like from fa- friends and family. From family and friends, yeah. So maybe there's five of those that are quote fake or solicited slash just from our family friends. Every other review is real, and it's they're so sweet. Like they're so sweet. I'm so excited that people actually like listening to it. So many people are like, I found this through TikTok here before it's blowing up, whatever. I also did some research just like comparing other podcasts that have been around for like a year or so that are like quote successful and we're honestly doing so much better than like the benchmark of what successful is. So like genuinely, genuinely, thank you for listening and supporting us because like we have a lot of fun. We do have so much fun and yeah. we really do want to, I know that I don't, I know if people listen regularly and we usually like to talk about boys and fun relationship things, but we also want to talk about real things too. And, and TikTok totally. is something that a lot of people are using and is very yeah. relevant. And, these, and it's also you know, hard to understand. So I hope that we made it slightly easier to understand. Right. <laughs> Please leave us a rating, review, subscribe, yeah. and do send us any kind of questions and yeah, topic send recommendations. Us questions. Absolutely. Okay, Kylie. Well, I am going to go to bed and hopefully I'll be visiting you soon. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. We will talk soon. Sounds great. All right. Bye, guys. Well, I don't really ever want to feel like.